Hello and welcome to What the Heck, a show that looks at mysteries and the unexplained. Every week we look at something unexplained, telling a story or describing it, and then look at the theories surrounding it. I'm your host Glenn, and I can't give you the answers to these unexplained things, because I don't know what they are. I'm just here to give you the information to decide for yourself. All research is done as academically as I can, and references are given at the end of the episode. This week's episode is a science episode. We're looking at the makeup of the universe. universe is infinitely huge. It encompasses everything we know. Our solar system, the Milky Way, is only a small portion of it. There is so much more to it that we are yet to explore or even see. I've talked about space more than once on the podcast, looking at specific stars, planets and even dark matter. In the episode where I discussed dark matter, episode 66, we talked about how much of the universe was made of matter. Research said that it was around 30% of the universe, which left 70% to be dark matter, an unseen form of matter that fills the space between. This means that galaxies would have stopped being able to grow in the early history of the universe, looking almost the same now as they did then. However, this doesn't seem to be the case. Astronomers used the European Space Association, or ESA's, XMM Newton, to look at some galaxies in the distant universe. They believe that some of these galaxy clusters don't look the same as the galaxies we know. They give out more X-rays than usual. The astronomers say that these clusters have changed appearance over time, with calculations suggesting that there were fewer clusters in the past. This information suggests that the low-density theory of the universe isn't completely correct. The low-density theory suggests that the dark energy that makes up 70% of our universe would prevent galaxies from changing at all. However, a high-density universe would allow galaxies to expand, grow and change in the way that we are seeing now. They would begin to contain more mass than they do now. The idea that the universe may, in fact, be high density is a controversial idea. Our current research suggests that the universe is made up mostly of dark matter, but this new evidence could disprove that and could make the idea of dark energy obsolete. Harvard and Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics are also looking closely at the universe, using NASA's Chandra X-ray Observatory and optical telescopes. Their research allows them to map the distribution of dark matter in colliding galaxy clusters. Their observations show X-rays like a heated front where the gas from these clusters collided and slowed down. Their gravitational lensing measurements showed that the dark matter wasn't affected by these collisions though. One theory of dark matter suggests that when particles of the substance collide, they vaporise. This causes a flash of high-energy radiation. The Very Energetic Radiation Imaging Telescope Array System, Veritas, in Arizona, can detect gamma-ray radiation and is looking for evidence of these vaporising particles. 
Chandra and the South Pole Telescope in Antarctica are both looking into the effects of dark energy by looking for its effects on galaxy cluster evolution throughout the universe's history. Their findings have allowed them to trace sound waves from the early universe, showing them regions with higher numbers of galaxies, as well as where there are regions with less galaxies. These distributions should allow astronomers to more accurately measure distance between galaxies and map the effects of dark energy. Another instrument may help with mapping the effects of dark energy. The Dark Energy Spectroscopic Instrument, or DESI, should be able to create a 3D map of the entire universe, containing millions of galaxies in a 10 billion light year radius. The map should help with measuring dark energy's effects on the expansion of the universe. We also have the Large Synoptic Survey Telescope, the LSST, which can observe billions of galaxies to help discover new supernova, allowing us to see more of these effects. There aren't any theories for this episode, because all of the things we're discussing are in their infancy when it comes to the universe. We, as people, don't understand very much about the wider universe, and I can't seem to find any theories that we haven't already covered in our space episodes. NASA's website explains that we have made massive strides in our understanding of the universe, but we are yet to send probes out to even the nearest of the stars in the galaxy, with the exception of the Sun. They sum it up quite eloquently, stating, In short, most of the universe that can be known remains unknown. I think we'll stick with that. The information from this episode came from the Centre for Astrophysics website, the ESA website, and the NASA website. References and links are posted on social media if you want to take a look. The link tree is available in the episode description, so you can go to your preferred social media or listen on your preferred platform. Patreon is still unchanged, with a £3 here if you want to support me, but I have nothing to put on there yet. Suggestions, personal stories and corrections can be sent through the email in the episode description too. This week's Creature Feature releases on Saturday, and next week's episode releases next Wednesday. So hold on until then. <laughs>